0: Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. Today, I have the founder and legend of Truck and Hustle Podcast and Community, Ramel Watley. Welcome to the hot seat.
1: Spencer, it is an honor and a pleasure to be here. Um, usually, I put people in the hot seat, so it's, it's good to finally be in the hot seat for once.
0: Well, I've seen your show, so I know you can handle it. I can't wait to kind of mix this up a little bit. But before we do, why don't you just take 30 seconds, tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing with your podcast uh, and, and some of the other major projects that you're working on right now.
1: Yeah. So first, uh, Spencer, thank you for uh, having me on your platform. You know, again, I really do appreciate it. Uh, so Truck and Hustle is a, is a started out as a podcast in 2019. Uh, we've grown into a community, we we do events as well, and a bunch of other things. Uh, so just to kind of give you the high level what Truck & Hustle is, uh, our, our mission is to uh, promote literacy in transportation and logistics, which pretty much means we want to uh, decrease the failure rate, right? We want to help people uh, to grow their businesses. We want to help people understand what it takes to grow a transportation or logistics company, And we kind of do that through learning from other people's experiences, right? The best way to learn is from the failures of other people or success of other people. Success leaves clues. So what we did is we started a podcast in 2019. I started out interviewing friends. I'm a transportation entrepreneur myself. I've been in the industry for 20 years, done everything from ran, you know, multi-million dollar operations uh, for some small mom and pop companies to working for Ryder, RIL division. So I've worked everything from mom and pop to corporate. Started my own staffing company in 2015, uh, staffing CDL Drivers. Uh, And Truck and Hustle was started in 2019, where I just wanted to kind of teach people about all the different opportunities in the transportation and logistics space. So I did that first. My first interview was reaching out to a guy who was once uh, an employee of mine who worked for me as a driver. And he had transitioned to become an owner-operator, started a small business, uh, pulling containers out of the port. Uh, you know, single man, owner-operator. And at the same time, he actually saw me start my business. So at that time, we were both working for Ryder. He was one of my drivers. I was his supervisor or his dispatcher, as they call it. And we both watched each other transition into entrepreneurship. So that was a cool conversation that we got to have about that, That you know, just that transition, right, from being a company driver to owning your own truck and all the challenges and, and vice versa. So we started there, then we started to kind of grow our network, started reaching out to strangers, right? Just started using the power of social media to reach out to different people, you know, some people who were creating content already and others who weren't, some hiding in the shadows, building their businesses. So we had to do that work, kind of dig them up, get them out of their comfort zone and kind of tell their stories. So we did that over the years and we've just grown into a a, a, a nice size platform. I mean, we have over 100,000, you know, subscribers on YouTube, uh, about seventy, eighty thousand 80,000 downloads per month on our podcast, our social media. We probably have over about 300,000 followings on our social media and so forth. And we've just grown that community really organically uh, just through telling these stories. Uh, and this year we got into doing events. That was like the 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 next phase for us in Truck and Hustle. Uh, we, we started out doing networking events, which we call the reset, which is when we go to different, uh, states and, you know, we had one in Atlanta, we had one in Houston and we basically just network fellowship with each other, exchange business cards, have some breakfast or some dinner, just get to, you know, uh, fellowship amongst each other in the community. There's usually about three to 400 people there. And then in November, we actually had our first conference, which is Freight Fest. And I'm really excited about that and, and all the, uh, where where that's going you know we're, we're on pace to do about 1500 for for this upcoming year for freight fest and that is basically what i like to call truck and hustle on steroids where we bring all these you know individuals who have been on the platform and others who haven't been on the platform together to kind of share their their knowledge um and just subject matter experts to talk about their their individual industries and just kind of share their stories and and, and what they do and just teach people, man. it's all about networking and growing. And and that's what we do, man. That's what Truck & Hustle is kind of all about.
0: Well, to say that you've been hustling might be an understatement uh, over the past (laughs) three, almost four years. So let me back it up a little bit. Let's just talk about the origins of what has become an extremely uh, engaging podcast for our industry, Truck & Hustle. So tell me about the origin of the podcast itself. I mean, you started telling stories but you and I both know um, the folks that actually get to 10 episodes uh, that host a, po- a podcast is, you know, it's, it's minuscule. So, like, the fact in terms of what you've done there is 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 pretty phenomenal. So to walk us through kind of those first couple months of, of, of how it came together.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, you're right. A, a lot of people don't make it past, you know, three episodes mm-hmm. even, right? And And I guess what... Okay, so I'll start here. Number one, I was an avid podcast listener. Mm. Um, I'll give a shout out to John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, uh, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income. These are guys who I kind of looked up to in the podcast space, and they were guys who I were, was actually like, you know, getting a lot of information on how to start because I always wanted to start a podcast. I just didn't know what type of podcast I would start, right? And those podcasts are more so about business, e commerce, different things like that. And I was like, you know, if I want to start a podcast, I want to do it you know, I want it to be unique. I want it to be different. But I I was just always interested in business and entrepreneurship. And then one day the the idea hit me, hey, you're in the trucking transportation industry. You've been doing this for so long. Why don't you start a podcast around that? So I did my research and I just kind of saw what was out there. And honestly, there I didn't find a lot, right? I didn't find a lot of podcasts. And the the, the ones that I did find didn't really resonate with me because they were kind of, you know, uh, I guess they weren't, they, they were a little bit too high level. Right, so for somebody who's trying to understand the industry, if you were to just stumble upon that podcast or one of those podcasts, it'd be it'd be a little confusing, right? For entry point or somebody who's new in the industry, so I wanted to create something that was more palatable that people could understand to where we like tell like stories, like through storytelling, and we just talk about people who are just like you and I, and just somehow like for me, everybody who's in the trucking industry kind of like just stumbles into this industry, like. Nobody plans to get into trucking right nobody <laughs> nobody who's like a kid and at least most people there's somebody out there who's saying, yeah, I wanted to be a truck driver from the time I was a kid and and, and those like they, those people do exist. but for the most part a lot of people in this industry just stumble upon it. Its just it's an opportunity you take advantage of it and you do it and you end up doing it for you know for the rest of your life right and that's kind of how I was. when I got into the industry, I got my CDL. And I just did it as a means to an end. I just was looking for a job. right? And, and, and it was like, you can make $50,000 being a CDL truck driver. And I was like, cool, sign, sign me mm-hmm. up, right? So I got my license and I quickly realized that driving wasn't for me. And I was fortunate enough to meet somebody who introduced me to the operations side of trucking very early. And was like hey man if you don't want to drive i have an opportunity here for you to be a dispatcher at this small mom and pop company he was like you seem very relatable you seem like the guys would like you and all you have to do is pretty much manage them and and he kind of taught me everything i needed to know about you know running an operation and and and, and being a dispatcher um uh so that was kind of like my entry into the business right so t- kind of getting back to your question those first couple of months were, were difficult, just staying consistent. But what I did was I, I batch recorded a lot of content in the beginning, so I'd have a runway, right? So I had about three to four episodes when I kind of started and when I first launched it so that I could stay consistent. So when week two, week three kind of came, I already had other content to kind of continuously upload because that was that's what was the conventional wisdom, like make sure you're ahead of the game so that you have some episodes so that when you, you know, start getting into the swing of things, you don't fall behind. Right, so, um out of the between the batch recording, and then really, honestly, Spencer, it was the feedback like peep, it 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 caught on fast, and because people started like giving me that feedback, like they wanted more and they were interested in it, it kind of drove me to want to do it. So it's like my, when the podcast started, a lot of times the reason why people quit is because they're not getting the instant gratification of the metrics they're trying to hit or they would desire, right? They're not. They're, they're like, oh, nobody's listening to this podcast. Why am I even doing it? It's a waste of time. But I was fortunate enough to get some good feedback in the beginning to where we were actually like, you know, dropping an episode and there's like 100, 200 people listening. I'm like, oh, people actually care, they like it. And then they would go to like, you know, 300, 400. So I was like, people are digging this. So that encouraged me a lot to keep on going. And then the outreach from people, like when I started sharing it on social media, sharing our episodes, they're like, man, I like this. I want to be on the show. You know, let me tell my story. So it it let me know that, you know, I felt like I was on to something. So it encouraged me to keep on going. And I I would say that was the biggest thing, because if I didn't have that, it's a good chance that I may have not, you know, continued to persevere if I wasn't getting that good feedback early on
0: no oh, I think that I think that's great and that there's a uh, I can certainly appreciate in this world especially from my from my vantage point where you're kind of like going to a very narrow audience in the m a world and we're trying to speak to folks um you know it it's it's so helpful to get a little uh reinforcement and, and uh, from folks when they you know to share with you what what that you're you're bringing something of value and so I think what, what's interesting for me, so like you, know, you had a couple hundred views and you're getting some positive reinforcement, but that's a long jump from 300 views to you know getting to what we'll talk about here in a little bit in terms of Freight Fest and having live events and some other things. So what was the turning point for you where you began to believe like we really got something here as far as like, some, like something is becoming much bigger than what I really dreamed for this? Can you remember what that was?
1: yeah that's that's a great question. I would say the turning point for me was um I, I mean, it really relates to the feedback, honestly, mm-hmm. because we started to grow like a like have like a cult following, mm-hmm. right. People would start to repost our videos. People would start to re repost our mantras. Like the different things that we would say, like, then we'd call it Truck and Hustle Tuesday, mm. right? Like every Tuesday we drop an episode and like there's people like re- resharing on Instagram. It's Truck and Hustle Tuesday, like they're getting excited about it. So uh, that was just when we just knew we had something different and just really, really unique. And then the great, the the, the interesting thing also, Spencer, is around that time, I think the, the industry became more sexy for lack of a better word. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in, I've been in transportation, like I said, 20 years and no one really shared much about their business. Uh, no one really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you went on somebody's social media, you know, you would see like a picture of like their dog, their wife and their kids. And like, they could have like a huge fleet, like 300 trucks. They're not showing the trucks. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just a business. that was kind of like underground. Nobody talked about right. it. Cause it wasn't exciting. But I think like when we started, for some reason transportation got exciting and i and i and i would probably say the pandemic had a lot to do with that right in 2020 we started in, th- in in 2019 but in 2020 when the pandemic happened everybody turned to transportation all eyes was on the trucking industry right and when everything shut down the only thing that was still going and going strong were the truckers Right. They were still out there delivering that toilet paper and, and getting us the things that we needed to survive survive. And everybody started realizing, like, hey, this is a recession proof business, right? Regardless what happens, when everything when everything else goes awry, these trucks still gotta move, right? These goods still have to come into come into the country and, and so forth. And this is never gonna stop. And I think people started looking at it as an opportunity, right? Just just for for, for business. So a lot of people come from, we have people from all different fields who get in the industry. We have nurses, right, that become fleet owners, right? We have, you know, people who were, you know, formerly like accountants and from all different walks of life. And they just saw the opportunity and the upside in the industry and they started getting interested in it. So I think that interest was there. So I think it was a combination of. That, that feedback, people just wanting to, to, to know more and people like representing us and people like kind of championing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, the interest started to grow as well. So that like, that, that compound effect of those two things started to just grow the audience faster and faster and faster. And as that happened, you know, it's like, we can't really turn back now. Cause what happens, right? It's like, as a podcaster, you develop a cadence right so you have like your like your every tuesday or every wednesday or whenever you drop your your episode and there you you come to a point to where people depend on you to drop that show now right like right. if you don't if you don't release that episode people are like <laughs> mad at you like what's going on where's the show and you start feeling that pressure right, right. so once you start feeling that pressure you're at like the point of no return <laughs> now you now you have people who depend on you you've made a commitment a promise right of sorts and it's like you really can't turn back you have to just keep on pushing forward so i think that's where we got to that point is like i can't quit now because people depend on this show yeah. people are looking for this show people are dependent on me and if i don't put out a show people are upset huh. so i just had to keep on going and figuring it out along the way I, and 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 that's i think that's what it was no
0: i love that and you know obviously and and then you know we talked about how this kind of evolved from you know from you know, highly engaging podcasts into really a community in which now you're hosting multiple live events in, in a given year. My question is this, like, we like the, the, the transportation industry. I mean, there's thousands of events that people have yeah. th- that they can choose from. What is it about this community where on your inaugural event, like you're able to go get 400 people in a room when there's literally hundreds of other options over the cross, across a given year that they can go to transportation events? Well, what is it about this community that has a different level of engagement in terms of what people are doing from a networking standpoint? The way they're leaning in here. What What, what are you noticing that's different about this community that you've built?
1: Yeah. So, so it's almost seven hundred people. Spencer, wow. just to Correct that. <laughs> My bad. Okay. It's just <laughs> I need I need those extra two. I need those couple of hundred. We got We got to be. Uh, we got to be specific. Now, nah, but uh, but but yeah. So. That's a great question. Uh, what makes Truck and Hustle special? Uh, I think number one, what makes Truck and Hustle special is we are extremely relatable, right? We are like family. Our community, literally, like when they see me, it's hugs. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it, it it's tears. It's um, it's you know, it's you know that that this episode changed my life when when i heard this piece of information it did this for my business right i think we have that and i don't think a lot of other communities or conferences have that element they're speaking they're speaking to a broader uh audience of you know and and again i can't speak for all conferences and and maybe some others do mm. but i'll just speak for Truck and hustle again when 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 we when we get together it's literally like a family reunion Right, because because the thing is, is we built such a strong network, right, through the people who are on the podcast that 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 uh, that that experience or that relationship continues to grow, right. It doesn't just end at the it doesn't end at the podcast. the the people who are the people who listen to Truck and Hustle or watch Truck and Hustle begin to network and begin to to build relationships with these people who are on the podcast and vice versa. Right, so we're just developing a a community. So it's almost like being when when you when you go to a truck and hustle conference, it's like seeing a cousin, you know, (laughs) you haven't seen in in in, in a couple months. Like, oh, there you go, cousin! But you finally get to meet that person in person, right? Like, so it's just that it's just that that bond that we've developed over the years, just through this community that I call like the truck and hustle family or the hustle fam. Like, we're literally like a family, and you know the, the people, the, the interviewees or our guests make up that family. So I always tell anybody, once you're on my show, you're a part of the family, like whether you like it or not. Right. And, and, and you're going to see that as a direct result of the, the, the listeners, they're going to begin to reach out to you, like your family. They're yeah. going to, they're going to say, I heard you on truck and hustle this. I heard this, is what you do. Can you help me with this? Or this is what I have going on. How can we add value to each other? The, the networking ensues right away. Right. It just is it's just automatic. And I don't know if and I think that's what's special about us. I think that's really I don't know who I don't know any other platforms that have that. And and maybe there are. I just I'm just not aware of them. Yeah. But um yeah, I think that's what's special. Hey,
0: I I love it when we when uh, our paths cross and we get to mix it up a little bit. I just wanna just champion what you're doing. It's not easy, uh putting together a community like that and just uh stay stay the course. You're doing great things, sir. That's gonna do it for us in the hot seat.